1: doesn't have to be real estate. It's just whatever you do, be the best at it, make a lot of money at it and buy real estate.
2: Welcome to the best ever show, the world's longest running daily commercial real estate podcast. Our hosts interview commercial real estate experts every day to get you the best advice ever with none of the fluffy stuff. Best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Slocum Reed and I'm here with Kyle McGee. Kyle is joining us from Gulf Breeze, Florida, in the Panhandle. He's the president of Sunchase Construction, Panhandle Developers, the Sunchase team, which is a residential real estate sales team. He's a developer, general contractor, broker, and investor. His current focus is on building single-family spec homes on infill lots. Current portfolio consists of 22 apartments, 9,000 square feet of office warehouse, 35 infill lots, five development parcels. Kyle, can you tell us a little bit more about your background and that current focus?
1: Yeah, first of all, I appreciate you having me on, Slocum. So I come from a family of entrepreneurs in the construction industry. My grandpa was a brick mason, eventually started his own construction company. My dad was also in the construction industry and ended up becoming a general contractor focused on masonry subcontracting business so i have that construction background my first real estate job i was 19 years old i took a internship i was in college took an internship with a commercial real estate company here in pensacola did a couple other internships my first actual full-time job out of college this was in 2016 was a real estate appraiser in key west florida So I learned how to value real estate. And then I moved back home 2016, started full-time residential realtor in real estate sales. And then I started pitching my dad on, hey, we need to be built spec homes. He had gotten out of the construction industry at this point in time. And eventually he agreed. So we bought three lots, started building one spec house at a time. Unfortunately, during the third house that we did, I gotten my contractor's license in the meantime. My dad got skin cancer and passed away relatively quickly. So that was a huge turning point in my life and in my career. Eventually, it led me to my mentor business partner. So I've been building homes. I built a real estate team and started learning about investing in real estate in about 2018, 2019. So a couple of years into my career and just been building homes, selling them and investing in real estate.
2: Building spec homes on infill lots is not exactly simple and easy. It makes sense that you come from a background of contractors. Quick question about that, actually. Is your family from the panhandle?
1: Yep, born and raised, both parents.
2: When I think of masonry coming from the Midwest, I think of brick construction homes, and I don't think of brick construction in Florida. Am I just completely wrong, or where is the demand for masonry in the panhandle?
1: They were primarily in commercial construction. So my dad was a block subcontractor, so built schools, prisons, shopping centers, big commercial projects.
2: That makes a lot of sense. Much more sense than whatever I just said. (laughs) Kyle, why spec homes on infill lots?
1: That's a good question. So really, it started out, I was 22 years old, so super young. I had the background and grew up talking business at the dinner table, That's all we did was talk business. But residential really was the lowest barrier to entry. So I saw it as a way to break into the space and learn about construction with a relatively, I want to say easier, but it is easier than commercial to get started. So lower price points, you still have all phases of the construction industry, but it's really just a easier way to break into the space.
2: Starting residential, that makes sense. Why not build subdivisions?
1: Again, it goes to the cost of capital. So I was fortunate enough to be in a position to where I partnered with my dad, like I said, and he provided that initial seed money and we would build one house at a time. So we built one and I was still hustling, selling real estate. So it was kind of like, hey, I'm going to sell the house. So we'll keep it all in house. And one at a time, then my partner today, back then he was the broker who I worked under. So one day he came and he was telling me, Yeah, you're doing a great job. I would always share numbers with him in the real estate office. One day he was, You're doing great, but you need to be doing three, four, five at a time, not just one. And I said, Of course, but I need the capital to do it. And he said, Well, bring me some numbers. So the next day I was at his office with a whole pro forma breaking out numbers and, and we formed a partnership. But to answer your question, I am just now starting to get into the subdivision development. We have a couple subdivisions that we are almost have a do development order so the goal initially was to build a subdivision before i'm 30 i'm 28 turned 29 in a couple months and we do have a subdivision in the works about to have a 55 lot subdivision development nice. order ready in two months so infill business is great it's tough to scale Really, with the infill scattered sites, you can get about 8 to 10 houses for one superintendent, where one superintendent can do a full subdivision, 100 homes. So it's tough to scale the scattered sites, but it's good because it's a relatively low barrier entry.
2: I have very limited experience with ground-up construction. Let me make some assumptions, and then please... Correct me where I'm wrong, add detail where it makes sense to add detail. It seems to me that someone who's coming in with a lot of the expertise that you already have, that doing spec homes by location, one at a time, two at a time, maybe that per home. I would hope at least due to the levels of complication involved in that, that you would have a higher profit margin, possibly a higher return on your own investment, depending on how you do those numbers. So better returns per house per deal for you. When you look at a subdivision, though, 55 houses all at the same time, when you look at the amount of effort involved, I would imagine you can handle a much lower margin per house and still make better money for your effort, your time on a subdivision. Am I on the right track here?
1: Yeah, you're exactly right. So the infill lots are typically higher margins. I say they're typically higher margins. It's all about buying the dirt right. So once you get some experience in building homes, we have a couple different floor plans that we offer. So we've kind of nailed down our cost. We know what the cost is to build. So it's all about buying the land right. So if you can get your basis and in your infill lots land low enough, then you can do really well. I don't have any experience, so full disclosure there, with the subdivision buildouts. However, you're typically able to turn them a lot faster because all of your subs are going from one house to the next. So It's all about speed with subdivisions.
2: It's all about speed and delivering a fairly similar product 55 times. There's a lot more design efficiency. And yeah, I would imagine that's one of the things that makes it faster is that each of your contractors, especially your tradespeople, are effectively doing the same thing over and over.
1: Yeah, that and then you're delivering your materials to one site. So you can deliver in bulk, you can stage materials on site. Back in the pandemic, everyone had an issue with windows. That was a huge deal, trying to get windows in a timely manner. So if I'm in a subdivision in that, you can get a U-box or whatever and store a whole truckload full of windows right there for the whole subdivision. For me, it's a little bit tougher because then i got to find someplace to store them if I can even get them and then get them on the site. So it's time, um, and that's the main thing.
2: So Kyle, I and the vast majority of our listeners do not come from a family of high-level real estate contractors. Let's say that I really want to do what you do. I want to get into ground-up development. Whether I start with spec homes or I start with subdivisions at a time, I'll let you tell me what I should do. What are the first things that I should focus on if I want to get into ground-up construction?
1: I'll start with I have a great family of grandpa and my dad but they never did residential and they were mainly subcontractors so I didn't have that experience per se from learning from them so this really has been learning as I go so if you're going to get into new construction then I would highly recommend you start small it kind of goes against the grain everyone says go big don't start with single family homes get you a multifamily as far as your investing goes, but start in, get in there, learn how to build a house, do it with people that already know how to do it. So join forces, first ever house that I did with my dad. We hired a shadow contractor. So we paid him a $5,000 fee and said, we're gonna control the whole thing. Just tell me the order, tell me when I need to be buying materials. When do I need to be scheduling certain subs? Who do I need to be calling? So really find someone that knows what they're doing in your market and they can steer you towards the right subs. They can tell you certain finishes that are working in homes and aren't and just lead you in the right direction.
0: We'll get back to the show. But first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Deciding how to invest your capital is more challenging than ever. That's why it's never been more important to partner with a company with a solid track record and that has thrived through various economic cycles. Companies like BAM Capital... BAM Capital is a trusted multifamily syndicator that has delivered a historical average of over 35% IRR with an average hold period of three and a half years. BAM Capital has never missed a preferred payment, never lost an LP's investment, and never called capital past the subscription amount. BAM Capital is currently raising capital for a fund designed for accredited investors, targeting a 15 to 20% IRR and a 2 to 2.5x equity multiple to its investors over a three to five year hold period. If you're an accredited investor and you want to learn more about multifamily investment opportunities with BAM Capital, visit capital.thebamcompanies.com. Again, that's capital.thebamcompanies.com. Are you a real estate investor looking to break into the multifamily investing space? Have you heard of MFIN Con happening in Charlotte, North Carolina, June 12th through the 14th? The Multifamily Investor Nation Convention is a place to learn from over 60 high-level apartment investors while networking with more than 700 additional investors. If that's not enough for you, A-Rod, yep, Alex Rodriguez, 12-time Major League Baseball All-Star with over $700 million of commercial real estate assets. will be live and in person speaking at the event, also speaking is the one and only Dr. Robert Cialdini, the godfather of influence and the award-winning author. I personally love his books. So be sure to secure your tickets to this live in-person event before they're gone. Go to mfincon.com for more details. Sponsorship opportunities are also available. Visit mfincon.com today. Use the promo code BESTEVER to get $200 off your tickets. That's mfincon.com.
2: Based on your current portfolio, Kyle, it sounds like... You're doing your own deal finding. You're acquiring the land as well as working as a general contractor. You're also the literal ground up developer. What is it that you're doing to find buildable land?
1: Actually, my current portfolio has all been existing assets that I've purchased. So, really, how I've structured my real estate career. So, I've been full time real estate my whole business life, at least, and it's evolved quite a bit. However, my philosophy is to make money building and selling real estate and put it all into income producing properties. So will I eventually build assets that I own long-term 100%, but right now it's been buying existing.
2: Yeah. I was talking about the 35 infill lots and five development parcels.
1: A combination of just being boots on the ground. So I am working in the area that I grew up in my whole life. I know it like the back of my hand. So I have a lot of relationships and connections. So existing relationships, I've come across some properties, but the main way that I come across properties is relationships with land wholesalers. So I've got three or four really good relationships with guys that focus strictly on vacant land in our area. And I've developed a track record. We've bought over a hundred lots in the past five years. So they come to me first, or they tell me they do at least. So land wholesalers is the primary way that I come across land.
2: Kyle, what are the biggest struggles you had getting started?
1: Biggest struggles I had getting started. So it's pretty funny. So my business partner mentor, mentored. He is a big condo developer on Pensacola Beach. So he has developed most of the high rises on our beach. So when I first formed the partnership with him, I wanted to pick his brain on every single thing. So I had him very, very involved in the house design process. And I joke with him still today, but our first three houses that we did, we made a total of $13,000. And this was a full year And these were beautiful homes. Don't get me wrong. They were tons of glass. They had outdoor kitchens, high ceilings, and they were just really, really nice and beautiful. All the stuff
2: that's really expensive to build.
1: All the stuff that you don't necessarily need a spec home. We were really building custom homes, but it was a blessing and a curse because it wasn't really a curse at all. I mean, besides losing the year of my life and making (laughs) $13,000. However, it gave my construction company a good reputation for building a high quality product. Anyway, so we way over designed and way over built. So really I niched down and I've started trying to find really inexpensive dirt. Past couple of years really, I was looking for lots for under $20,000, and we still do build 1,400 square feet starter-level homes. So vinyl siding, laminate countertops, vinyl flooring, and they're around $300,000, depending on the area, where the median in our market's four hundred to four fifty. So we're in a great slot right now, but before we were not. So getting started, that was a little bit difficult to figure out, but figured it out.
2: Would you say that the biggest issue there was that you started out too complicated and that you're saying you wish you had started out with simpler homes to build?
1: Yeah, I guess really just knowing the market and knowing your cost. So if you can start out with a smaller level home, then real estate, as you know, Slocum, it's so regionally focused. So you really just got to oh, yeah. dial into your market and really know what's missing. There's a bunch of builders that build nicer homes in the $500,000, but there wasn't many that are building in the 300, in the 250, it's a much harder spot to be. So I would say it's more so just really diving into your market and knowing what is missing. There might be someone in your market that is not building these nice higher end custom homes and there is a demand for it. So either way you go, just really diving in and knowing
0: the market.
2: Looking across all of the homes that you've built, Kyle, what is the thing? I want to hear about two aspects of construction. and I want to know which ones surprised you. Which one surprised you with how complicated it was and which one surprised you the most with how simple it was?
1: There's nothing simple in construction or real estate or really anything that's worthwhile. There's nothing simple. But I would say once you really dive in and get your processes down, Building a home is not rocket science. So once you figure out the process, the steps, the order of things, when you need to be ordering materials, I've got a one sheet piece of paper that I've trained my superintendents and say, this is how you build a house. This is the order that you order things in. This is when you schedule. This is when you get inspections. So once you figure it out, I wouldn't say it's rocket science to build a home or probably build any project really for that matter. It's just diving into the process of what it takes. And the most complicated part, again, it's all relatively complicated, but just managing subs. So the way we do it for are general contractor, we sub everything out. So it's all about the subcontractors and the trades that are actually, I say, actually building the home with their hands. So just relationships and people. So getting good people. Fortunately, I was raised and taught by my dad. You treat everyone right, but you pay people on time treat them with respect, and then you're able to retain these people. So we pay once a week. So if you get your invoice in before Thursday morning, you're going to get a check that Friday for any work that was completed that week. So I'm a stickler on people on time. So it all comes down to people.
2: I'm going to take a minute to answer my own question here, Kyle. I came up through residential real estate. This is primarily a commercial real estate investing podcast, but I was in residential real estate. I was taught... By the investors I was learning from, and from Facebook groups and bigger pockets and networking meetups, that I was supposed to both fear building inspectors from the city and not have much respect for them. And this is falling into the category of, frankly, simpler and easier than I actually expected this to be. I haven't done ground-up construction. I have gut-renovated a house. I've done a few flips. I've gone full-bore permits a handful of times. And really, the building inspector is not someone to be feared or disrespected. They are someone who has a level of authority and how much accountability there is for their authority is questionable. But frankly, in my experience, every building inspector I've dealt with is a person who wants to work with you to get to the finish line. Whether it's a finish line you set up for yourself with a permit or a finish line that the city or the inspector set up with you for a violation, they are someone who wants to work with you to get to the finish line. And they may see some things differently. I have had to do a couple of things not the way that I originally intended because a building inspector had an opinion about how they worked out. But frankly, it has not been difficult to get inspectors, quote unquote, on my side. Effectively, at least treating my property, my violation or permit, like they were trying to help me get across the finish line. Has that been your experience?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it, again, it goes to just how you treat people. So if you come into a relationship and you're just arrogant or a jerk or treating these people below you, then naturally they're probably going to be more difficult. They're going to not want to work with you. But if you come from a perspective of understanding where they're coming from and want to work with them, I've found that. Even the most difficult inspectors do want to work with you if you want to work with them. So just being respectful and kind, I think goes a long way. So yeah, to your point. Now we do have certain jurisdictions that are a lot easier to work with than others for whatever reason. I think that's just probably like a culture thing inside the organization or the local government. But for the most part, yeah, everyone wants to work with you.
2: Kyle, are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Yeah, let's do it. What is the best ever book you recently read?
1: Rereading right now, Who Not How. It's a classic, right? Dan just,
2: Sullivan and uh, Ben Hardy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's a great book.
2: What is your best ever way to give back?
1: We like to do quarterly community projects within Sun Chase Construction. So just everyone's got their ears to the ground and knows that we like to do some sort of community give back project each quarter. And then also we're super plugged into Miracle League of Santa Rosa County, which is a special needs baseball organization.
2: I'm going to change up the question I normally ask here because I've already asked you about your biggest struggles. Kyle, what's the most money you've made on one house?
1: It's funny. Most money I've ever made was $100,000 on a $340,000 sale, and it was next to a meth house it was in a cul-de-sac and they were definitely selling drugs out there but it ended up being the most profitable house for sure
2: that's a story i wish we had time to time <laughs> into. Kyle, what is your best ever advice
1: my best ever advice is just be the best at whatever you do professionally it doesn't have to be real estate it's just whatever you do be the best at it make a lot of money at it and buy real estate
2: last question where can people get in touch with you
1: I'm on social media, LinkedIn, my website, sunchaseconstruction.com or email Kyle, K-Y-L-E at sunchaseconstruction.com.
2: Those links are in the show notes. Kyle, thank you. Best ever listeners, thank you as well for tuning in. If you've gained value from this interview, please do subscribe to our show. Leave us a five-star review. And share this episode with a friend you know we can add value to through our conversation today. Thank you and have a best ever day. Thanks, local. And have a good one.
0: Hi, best ever listeners. Joe Fairless here again. And one last thing before you go, would you like to receive a short weekly email with proven tips from experienced investors, free tools and resources, and a roundup of the week's most relevant news and best ever content? Well, if so, join the community of nearly 15,000 commercial real estate passive and active investors who receive the best ever newsletter Just go to bestevercre.com forward slash access and you'll get the very next one. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, thank you for listening and have a best ever day.